Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Chris Cave, the founder of Aurora North Software, a software and services provider delivering IP solutions and in-tap products for law firms. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, Ari. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Aurora North Software. So about 15 years ago, I was working at one of the top IP law firms in the world, and we were developing leading-edge business and technical solutions for our practitioners. We wanted to use technology to give them an edge in how they service their clients. Patent and trademark prosecution can be really tricky. You're talking about creating patents and pushing them through a statutory application or prosecution process. It could be really treacherous. Let's say we wanted to patent a rocket pack, right? The writing of that patent is an art, ensuring that its composition represents the invention while also providing the maximum protection for the client. So in addition to working with the patent office to ensure clients have the most defensible patent, staying in constant contact with those clients who have had a ton invested and really have poured their heart and soul into these inventions. We're also working with foreign associates. These are external, uh, non-U.S. attorneys in other parts of the world. We want to make sure that we provide our clients with global protection. All of these kinds of things really pull together to form the, the real genesis and the baseline of Aurora North. So fast forward 15 years, Ari, and we pulled together a team of IP practice experts where we're helping IP firms and high-performing IP practices within larger firms provide that same great service to their clients. Why has patent and trademark prosecution become so important in the current economic climate? Two things that people really don't realize about IP prosecution. The first is that America's IP is worth right now, give or take, around $5.8 trillion. It's larger than most of the other economies in the entire world. So if you think about that, that's an amazing amount of revenue and protection and just churn that happens in the industry. The other thing that people don't really realize is that a patent is a piece of property. So if you think about a physical piece of property, you want to really secure your heart and soul and what you've built to create that property and use its protection to help enable a stronger business. So as you think about kind of global market forces going on right now, it's really still and it has always been about protection and securing that investment or that private piece of property. By having that protection, you're able to really foster confidence in a couple of key areas. First, as the economy fluxes, you're, you're able to provide confidence to your consumers. They know that you have a vested interest in providing the products and services that, that you're buying. They also know you have a vested interest in continuing uh, to invent and reinvest in that R&D that gave you that original competitive advantage. The other large advantage that you have is by pursuing it in today's climate, you're able to really protect and basically get to the base first. So you're not forced as an organization to go out and find uh, and, and externally license other folks' patents. You're able to invest and create your own portfolio of that property that you can then leverage within the market vertical that you service. So all these things really you know, pull together to create, especially in today's climate, uh, an importance on you know, finding the right property to patent, finding the right process to patent, 
and then having the best and broadest protection possible. It's a really interesting uh, evolution. Uh, when the, back when the, the Patent Office and, and its supporting infrastructure was founded, uh, when the Constitution was written, our founding fathers knew that in order to facilitate this ongoing evolution of technology, regardless of its type, there had to be a vested interest for people to be rewarded for their investment, but also a balance so that they can t continue to reinvest to create that consumer confidence. How specifically does Aurora North software help its users execute to achieve some of those goals? Great question, Ari. I, there's a number of different ways. So we have built a, a, a platform of services and software that take best practice business processes around these requirements for the prosecution process that we described earlier and automate that process into a repeatable but yet client service driven workflow. We offer the ability for practitioners, the folks that write the patents, that, that perform that art of defining the invention, and the plethora of support roles that support that to work in an efficient manner and that's really been a, a fundamental key for us. It also allows uh, one, one big concept is the movements to this, this, this idea of the paperless uh, process. It allows firms to help create tasks and organize themselves in a way that's free of geography, in a way that allows the best qualified and most efficient person service the task. It also allows the firm to look at how they're working and, and make adjustments. So as you start to see things like, you know, Clock and other organizations that are out there uh, really looking to standardize how firms and, and corporate legal departments function in the context of each other, we want to be able to standardize, and our software allows them to standardize how they provide those services. You mentioned a series of details that firms can access. What kind of analytics can organizations generate by tracking their patent and trademark prosecution? There's a couple of levels here. The first is, historically within IP environment, a typical lawyer may draw from a couple of systems as they work to generate their document work product for their clients. In IP prosecution, they may access 8 to 10 systems so even before starting to talk about analytics, in order for analytics to function correctly within the prosecution environment, what we have to do is create a platform that pulls all of this distributed information from all of these different systems, finance, documents, the, the date tracking associated with all the deadlines we spoke of earlier. And we need to put that in a framework that is contextual, that as folks come to do their work, they're provided with the right information at the right time. Then as the workflow progresses over time, that context changes. As we move from one step in the prosecution process to the next, we want to make sure that the context of the work product that's ultimately going to be delivered to the client, approved, and then delivered to an appropriate patent office around the world is consistent and, and, and meaningful. And this is where analytics really provides the value. So by tracking all of that, and not only tracking the quote-unquote actuals of how you're performing, but the idea of a budget-oriented time concept, so you're able to see how much different types of functions within this patent process are taking, 
so that as the attorneys go to look and make decisions with their clients, how much is this, this patent going to cost? If we look at trending from not only our internal processes, but as we look at external trending, so global industry trending, we're able to say, hey, normally if we're working through the process with this examiner, it's going to take this much time to get through the process. And you're able to educate your clients and communicate your clients that the prosecution, in fact, may take this type of process. So what I find most interesting is there's both, as is the case with a lot of IP thought process, there's both a strategic level and a tactical level to analytics. At the tactical level, you're looking at very micro data to examiner trending, art unit trending, which is how examiners are grouped at the patent office to determine how much a patent might cost, to determine and anticipate what type of language might help a patent flow easier through the process. And then you're looking at strategic. And this is like, for example, taking a, a patent portfolio and comparing it to the overall portfolio trending that exists uh, at the patent office to see how your client's portfolios are moving against other businesses and concepts in that same sector. So really, it really is a big, a big piece of the pie. It's, a, it's an opportunity for the combination of technical, uh, tactical process to help aid attorneys in, in educating their clients as to how this prosecution process might evolve. What specific items should law firms evaluate to determine whether their current prosecution processes are sufficient? So we look at a couple things. We always start our conversation with what we call catalysts. If you look at a prosecution process, because it's being driven by statutory requirements from the patent office, there are certain repeatable processes that regardless of size of firm, whether it's a solar practitioner or the largest IP boutique in the industry, they must follow these statutory requirements. So from our perspective, we start with these catalysts. You know, we look at things like, you know, what are your outside counsel guidelines? You know, how are you going to differentiate yourselves from your competitors by having quicker client reporting? How are you going to process foreign associate invoices quicker? Really, there's a, a set of, of a whole number of catalysts that we look at. We also start very much with the business process. You know, one of my favorite things to think about is that if we take a bad business process and we automate it, we're just going to hit the wall all that much quicker. So the idea of looking at these business processes and how to create that unique value for a firm's clients through either quicker reporting or more substantial reporting or more effective cost management, you know, helping them define where they are in the industry and how they want to move forward based on technology sector and things like that, and then helping to uh, make the technology support that process. It's a really amazing thing, and it, it's a unique way for, I think, a software company to approach the issue. But it truly is a, a business problem uh, that needs a business solution and then the technology to support it. The other thing that we've done, which is uh, uh, near and dear to my heart, is we've created a, a working group within the industry. Fifteen years ago when I started, uh, there really wasn't much infrastructure out there for folks to be able to go and talk to each other. It's been a really important thing for us as an organization to help support that conversation. So we've created uh, the Innovative Practice Forum. It's a group that meets on a regular basis, includes CFOs, directors of IT, prosecution folks, docketing managers, really all of the different roles that are involved in the organization. We meet all over the country, Washington, D.C., Palo Alto, Boston, Chicago, uh, etc. 
Uh, we've had firms that have attended even from non-meeting uh, cities. It's been a, a great consistent engagement uh, with a lot of different perspectives. Uh, CFOs asking, asking questions about how they can better support the prosecution process and having docketing managers with a unique perspective respond back with content. Really active, really great uh, way to geek out on the business process first and then ultimately uh, all the supporting technology that all of these organizations use. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Chris Cave, the founder of Aurora North Software, a software and services provider delivering IP solutions and in-tap products for law firms. Chris, thanks so much. Thank you, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.